get codes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of White Coats Podcast. Today we are on season six, episode six, and we're talking all about diabetes type one and type two. The season we're the myth busters. So we're gonna be busting myths all about those two different types of diabetes. So why don't we start off by first defining what each of them are? Are they treatable? Are they curable? Are they preventable? Let's get into it. So first one is type one diabetes. So this is an autoimmune condition or disease in which the pancreas produces little to no insulin. So you know how a lot of people are like, oh, if you're fat, you have type 1 diabetes. So this one is completely different from that. This is, there's no lifestyle component. There's just really a genetic component. For some people, there is no genetic component, but typically that's how it arises. It's an autoimmune disease. It's not, it doesn't come from, you know, being lazy or anything along those lines. And we'll address that later as well. Um, it's also very different from type 2, which is the one that we that we know better, that we hear about in the news, that we hear about when it comes to people, you know, struggling with obesity. Um, type 1 diabetes is permanent. It's it's something that you get and it's not curable. It's treatable and, and you know, people with diabetes, it is imperative that they take care of themselves um, because it's very dangerous if you don't, but it um, it's not curable. There's nothing that you can do, you know, it has nothing to do with losing weight or not eating sugar that can cure you of the condition. Um, now, type 2 diabetes is, is a little different. So this is when the cells in, you know, muscle, fat, the liver, they become resistant to insulin. And so because the cells are not taking in the insulin normally, the, the pancreas stops producing insulin. So, so this is, that's the overlap between these two is an insulin deficiency, pretty much. And um, so with this, there is a genetic component. You know, if, if type 2 diabetes runs in your family, you're definitely more likely to get it. With this, though, there's a much bigger and, and an existing lifestyle component where if you don't take good care of yourself, you're not physically exercising, if you're not, um, you know, limiting sugar intake, which we'll get into more, then you're more likely to get type 2 diabetes. With type 1, you know, you can just live your life. You can be the healthiest person in the world and still get type 1 diabetes. This, on the other hand, is different. And another reason why this is important is because with type 2 diabetes, due to this lifestyle component, it makes it curable. And not only treatable, but curable. And so oh, wow. if you start... I did if you not start, know that. If you start taking good care of yourself and... And, you know, some people take different types of medication for this. Um, it's almost, it's always going to be insulin, but there's different ways that you can administer it. It can go away and, and your symptoms can, can get much better and you can, you know, go back to living your normal life. And so, yeah, I just want to flesh out those differences and define it before we get into it. So, Ariel, why don't you talk to us about the first myth? Okay, so thank you for that intro, Lauren. Myth mm -hmm. number one, people with type 1 diabetes should not eat sugar. Now, this is something mm -hmm. a lot of people believe, but it's actually false. People with, uh, with type 1 diabetes can eat sugar or pretty much anything as long as it's in moderation. 
So if someone with diabetes eats sugar, um, they just need to give themselves insulin to kind of account for it, to account for what they're eating. Um, And eating sugar typically raises your blood sugar levels and insulin will just help it lower, will help lower the blood sugar levels. So, you know, if you're eating a lot of sugar or eating any sugar, you want to make sure you, you administer the right amount of insulin. Uh, or intake the right amount of insulin just to balance out your your sugar levels. Right. Um, I want to add on to this because um, I don't know if the, the listeners know this, but I'm type 1 diabetic. And, you know, I get a lot of interesting comments when I tell people. One of them being, wait, but but how are you eating an apple? Doesn't it have sugar in it? Or... Like at a birthday party, if I'm eating cake, they're like, wait, Lauren, you're, you're type 1 diabetic. You can't eat that. And it's a it's a complete myth. Um, I can eat anything I want. I just need to give myself insulin for it. And so the biggest part in that is for type 1 diabetics especially is learning how to carb count. So for me, every time I eat something, I know exactly how many grams of carbohydrates are in it. Um, and this is another thing that surprises people is it's not just about the sugar. It's about the carbs. And so even an apple, I need to give myself insulin for. And cake, I need to give myself insulin for. Um, When it comes to type 1 diabetes, there's really no discriminating um, when when your body wants to work or not. Um, You know, whether or not the food is healthy does not contribute to when your pancreas will secrete insulin. And so... And so these comments, you know, and and this idea, it's a myth because you can eat anything you want. And if it has carbs, it'll raise your blood sugar. Um, But as long as you're treating yourself for it, you're giving yourself insulin, you won't have a problem. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Myth number two. If you have diabetes, you are more susceptible to catch another illness or virus. So this is also false. Um, You're as likely to catch something like the flu or the cold. Um, If you have diabetes or you don't have diabetes, you have the same likelihood. Uh, It does not, diabetes does not directly contribute to your susceptibility to, you know, catch another, you know, virus, uh, illness, you know, things along those lines. Uh, however, catching an illness can make it harder for you to manage and control your diabetes, Lauren. I'm sure you can kind of yeah. uh, build off of that and explain uh, more in detail from firsthand experience. But um, the myth, that is a myth. You are not more susceptible. So it's not like, uh, you know, you you have diabetes. Now you, you're more likely to get so many other diseases and you have to really make sure you have to be 100% cautious about everything you do and all these things. And of course, like, you don't want to get sick. Nobody wants to get sick. But you're not more likely to get sick. So that that part is a myth. Yeah, um, this is an interesting one. Um, Another interesting comment I get is, is diabetes contagious? As if, like, I'm going to cough on that person and they're going to get type 1 diabetes. You know... No, you're not. Um, but also, like, diabetes is, it's an interesting disease, both both type 1 and type 2. I will say with type 1, um, if you don't take good care of your diabetes, there are negative consequences. Um, 
you know, you're more, you're at a higher risk for um, blindness and infection. And um, sometimes if that infection is out of hand, sometimes amputation, um, which is really unfortunate. But, but if you're taking care of yourself when you have type 1 diabetes, this is not something that's going to happen. And so, and you know, you're not more likely because you have diabetes to, to catch a virus for sure. Um, you know, those, those things are, you know, they're independent um, of each other. And I totally agree with the last point, like catching an illness can make it harder for you to manage and control your diabetes. Um, yeah, I, uh, I totally agree with COVID. Um, there, it's been proven that when you have COVID, your, your blood sugars go all over the place, um, which is a really scary side effect. Um, also, just physically, anytime you're sick, um, it's very challenging to take care of your diabetes because um, there's a huge um, responsibility that comes with being a type 1 diabetic as well as type 2, right? It's, it takes a lot of work to do physical activity regularly and, and administer medication. And so anytime you're sick and you're not your best self or you're tired, dehydrated, whatever you're feeling, even if it's a cold, um, you know, it makes it challenging to, to be on top of your game when it comes to your diabetes management. So mm -hmm. I totally agree with the last one. Okay, perfect. And Lauren, why don't you talk about myth number three? So the next myth is that you get diabetes from eating too much sugar and being lazy. So first of all, type 1 diabetes, this is 100% false. Um, you know, type 1 diabetes, you know, whether, whether I was an Olympic athlete or I sat on the couch all day, I could have gotten type 1 diabetes. It, it doesn't matter your lifestyle. Now with type two, it's a little bit different because there is a lifestyle component to it. Um, but it's not the one thing, right? There's also genetic risks to it. Um, there's a lot of like when it runs in your family, you're more susceptible. And so that's why sometimes even people of, you know, a healthy weight or, you know, people who, who are physically healthy and, and, their body's feeling okay can also get diabetes. So, so it's not like, you know, you're immune as long as you exercise or whatever that looks like. Um, and also I want to touch on the sugar thing. You know, you get diabetes from eating too much sugar. Now, not necessarily because there's not a strong correlation between natural sugars, like, like from fruit um, or carbohydrates, like complex carbohydrates from you know, um, whole grains and stuff like that. Um, it, there would be more of a correlation between things like artificial sweeteners and, and processed foods and, and, um, refined sugars and, and flours and stuff. Um, but at the same time, a lot of what type two diabetes has to do with is the cells in your muscles, fat, and liver, especially your fat. And so, that's why typically people who, who are struggling with obesity, those are typically the people that, that get type 2 diabetes. And it's because of, of all of their fat cells that, that are contributing to their insulin resistance. And so, and so yeah, if, if you're eating sugar and, um, and you don't, you're not 
overweight or whatever that looks like, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And so that's it for that one. And then for the last myth, for number four, it is that if you are overweight, you will always get type 2 diabetes. And so this is sort of contradictory, but you know, the thing about this is like, there's, there's no one right answer. And so, like I said, like if you're overweight, you're more likely to get type 2 diabetes, but it doesn't mean that you will for sure get type 2 diabetes. Um, there's mm-hmm. a genetic component, you know, there, there's a lot of different aspects of type 2 diabetes that make you more susceptible. And the same way, there are a lot of people who are who are younger and healthy and not overweight that are getting type 2 diabetes. It connects back to our last episode about heart disease and how if you're young and you're healthy, you're not necessarily, you know, immune from any sort Mm -hmm. of heart disease. I think. And and just to, to build off of that in general, any diseases in general, there's no, you know, there's no a hundred percent. You, if this, if you do this and this and this, you're guaranteed not to get the disease or if you, you know, do this and this and this, you're definitely gonna get the disease. It doesn't work like that. There's no, like, one right way to like, prevent the disease or, you know, one way always that you know for sure you're gonna get it. Like, you're gonna get that exactly. disease. So there's, like, always, like, a gray area in almost everything, you know, regarding your health. Um, you can be the healthiest person and do we do everything right and you know buy the books of staying healthy and unfortunately can still get a lot of these diseases that you know may not you may not always think like you know if you're this healthy yeah. why why would you you know get this disease but you know that's just that's the interesting part about medicine yeah yeah uh, and I think there's a lesson to be learned here in that you know, you, you need to take care of your health no matter your weight, no matter how your age. It doesn't matter. You just you go to your doctor right. and, and you, you do what they tell you to do. Um, there's also tests that can be run. You know, there's a lot of, you know, ways that there's a lot of preventative treatments and, right. and ways to diagnose that it's really important that you know your family history and you know that medical history so that you're able to prepare if something does come up. And and so you're like right on top of it and, and you know how to handle it. Um, Definitely. This is where your healthcare provider, your primary care family doctor is, is going to be your best friend. Um, because, you know, e- even though, like I've said, type 2 diabetes, it you can get rid of it if you take good care of yourself. It's, it's not fun. It's, it's still challenging. It's still, you know, a medical condition that can also contribute to other conditions. And, um, and so, yeah, you just want to take really good care of your health. Definitely. And yeah, just to one last point in that, um, in that field that we're, we're into right now, you're never too young to start taking care of yourself and taking care of your health um and you know making sure you're you want to just making sure you're eating kind of healthy you're taking care of your body you know listen to 
to the signs your body's giving you if you have some pain or some symptoms of certain things go to your doctor go check it out you know there's no harm in just seeing what's up and seeing you know checking in and um you know maybe you run some tests and hopefully everything's fine but at least you know and um and you get to actually see and get that um like kind of like that, that comfort, verification yeah. yeah exactly that comfort and knowing you know you're healthy and or unfortunately if you're not then you know you'll be able to catch it early but you always want to listen to signs and stay on top of your health and you know you're never too young to start really caring about your health yeah i i really appreciate that and i i totally agree um i mean the the things that type 1 diabetics have to deal with, it's crazy that type 1 diabetics are they're getting diagnosed as babies. Like they, you could be 1 years old, 1 year old and be and be diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I mean, there's no wow. There's no That's time, so young. Yeah, there's no time when when you're completely immune from everything. Um and like like for me, like I, you know, go to the doctor, go to the dentist when I should. I you know, do all the things that, that are right. And I still got type one diabetes. And so, and, it, and it's not the end of the world by any means. Um, but it's important to take care of your health from day one, as, as soon mm-hmm. as you're self-aware and you're, and you're conscious and you start to care, um, for your body and stuff, it's, it's a perfect time whenever as early as that is. Yeah, very true. Okay, thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. We hope you enjoyed, learn a lot about diabetes and the difference between type 1 and type 2 diabetes. And, um, you know, like we said, it's never too early to take care of your health. So if if today it, it will help you embark your first step into taking care of your health, going to see your doctor, then we're happy we're able to contribute to that and uh we hope you enjoyed so we'll see you on the next one see ya